All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And you tune in to another podcast with Your Journey with Andrew Love. And I thank everybody for listening to this podcast and joining, tuning in. And uh, please follow on my podcast. And um, I have a lot of other archives on here you can listen to as well. But I thank y'all for, you know, for joining in and tuning in and supporting me. And I really appreciate all the listeners uh, who are listening to this podcast, man. I really, really do. I really appreciate it. So, uh, anyway, let's get started. Um, today I have a topic is about sex and spirituality. And, um, I have a, a young lady, um, who, uh, you know, who specialized in sex and spirituality and tell how they work hand in hand. And her name is Tanika Carter. And, um, uh, Tanika Carter, will you please introduce yourself to the listeners? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, everybody. I am Tanika Carter. My business is tchighvibes.com. And I pretty much have an expertise, I would say, in tarot, oracle reading, as well as a few things in the counseling of um, um, sexuality, but I would not say all the way. I'm still in continuous learning myself, but I would say that I'm up there at that advanced level to the point to where I'm able to kind of comprehend it on a different level to express it to others. So hello, everybody. <laughs> it's nice to meet you guys. And thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. Uh, Mr. Nika, uh, let me ask you a question because you know, a lot of people may, uh, you know, a lot of people don't uh, see sex maybe as part as uh, spirituality. I know in the community, oh, no, no, the Christian communities, uh, mainly those those people consider themselves as being spiritual and, and things of that nature. And, um, you know, no one, I know when I was in the Christian, no one in the Christian, Christianity have taught uh, the importance of sex and how it is connected to spirituality. I don't know, maybe they had no understanding or maybe they don't believe it is you know, of that nature. So uh, what I'm asking is this, is that, um, in your opinion, your you know, in, in in your studies, what is uh the benefits and importance of sex besides what normal people think sex is? All right, so let me explore. Let me let me see if I can understand the question that you're trying to ask me. What is the importance of sex, and that's just that in general, or what well, is the? What what I was saying is a lot of people just know sex is just mainly for pleasure and having kids what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i'm pretty sure some other things about sex that people may not know or understand oh, okay uh, so, okay so right. what you're trying to say is what are the the different benefits that sex could offer besides pleasure and procreation yes okay. ma'am exactly okay. thank okay. you all right well um well I, I guess for me um from what i've been learning and understanding um with these through these throughout these spiritual years of my is that um, sexuality plays a big role when it comes to um, expression, creativity, when it comes to learning about your duality. Um, when, when I break down magic, I break it down in the seven hermetic principles and all of those kind of tell you that you have to be able to accept the good and the bad. So anything in excess, you know, can turn into something negative. So if we don't understand the balance of sex, then it can be something into the negative, you know, or we could be so afraid of it that we don't do it at all. And it can just be, you know, obsolete to these people. So I can understand where people are coming from when, with their perspective, but sex can be a beautiful thing. 
you know, besides making children, it can help you create things, manifest things. Um, if you believe in certain magical and energy fields and stuff like that, that are around you. Um, sex can also tie you to other people. So a lot of people don't even notice. They really don't notice about soul ties. Soul ties is something to where a lot of people, when you do have sex, that uh, soul tie that you have, especially uh, when I tell people when they have unprotected sex, you pretty much are connecting something, some kind of soul tie with that, that person in a sexual, spiritual way. Um, our bodies vibrate off of each other, especially off of certain endorphins that we are, that are released in our bodies. So when we are aroused, you know, those endorphins are released. Now, sometimes people get addicted to those endorphins and then they have sex in excess. But if they understand the balance in between it, they can use those endorphins to help them create more things to benefit them in life. So I see that sex can be more than just, you know, oh, I have to have a baby and that's sex, or it's just for pleasure. Pleasure is awesome, but pleasure is only a temporary thing. So, you know, we have to understand that, you know, I can have temporary or I can create something that can sustain for long periods of time. If you get my drift. Yes, ma'am. <clears throat> Excuse me about that. Yes, ma'am. I sure do. Um, so uh, let me see. Now, I want you to, if you don't mind, um, I have a question. Since there mm -hmm. are some type of soul tie of connection, are you saying that soul tie is pretty much like marriage? Be yeah. on the paper. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Like, and different uh, spiritualities and religions. If you have sex with that person, you are married to that person because it is a soul tie. Because your your souls, you know, what I'm saying, connected on a on a on the level that was more than just a physical thing. Um, so let's say you know, again, you climax or you had an orgasm. And you were able to reach that, you know, that other dimension, because that's what they say. And when you're able to climax, you know, you're able to kind of like transcend, transcend it just a tad, just a little bit. And a lot of people don't understand how powerful that is. So a lot of people are out here having a lot of soul ties with a lot of different people. And soul ties can sometimes be a negative thing if you don't know the person that you are having sex with. So let's say you have sex with someone and they are, they have a lot of chaos in their lives and they are confused about what they want to do and they don't, you know, really have any integrity for themselves and just a whole bunch of stuff going on that they need to heal and you end up having sex with them and then you leave and now all of a sudden you're feeling confused and you're feeling a little off and your equilibrium is a little bit, you know what I'm saying, kind of hard to kind of balance again. So that is an exchange of energy. That's a soul tie that you, you know what I'm saying, that you exchange with this person. A lot of people um, don't break those ties. They don't cleanse. They don't, you know, have those um, cord cutting ceremonies and stuff like that. That's why it's important to use, keep your body as a temple, but you don't have to be approved and be afraid to express the temple. That's what I try to teach women. All right. Well, after we're going to break this down and uh, talk about some uh, certain topics and be able to break it down, because I do have some more questions now that you mentioned that. Now, let's just say the women who have been in like different relationships and they saying, well, it's hard for me to find the right man or they seem to be getting with the same type of people that continue to mistreat them. Um, could they have 
Uh, could a soul tie have anything to do with that? Why they keep running to the same type of uh, or drawing the same type of people with them? Because that's the pre that's the person they ask kind of to uh, attach themselves to. So they're drawing that same energy to them, or or there's some other things going on. Well, it's not per se anything sexual. That could be something that they need to be working on for shadow work. So that's like some childhood trauma or some childhood something that shaped them to where they're now they are basing their life off of, you know what I'm saying, what happened to them back then. Like, oh, I got hurt back then. So I'm just going to be cautious. And every dude that reminds me of this, this and that, some people either run away from it or they run toward it, you know. So that's some stuff that they would have to fix within themselves because obviously they're vibrating somebody you know, that they don't want. A lot of times people don't understand that our thoughts and our words are extremely powerful. If you're thinking over and over again, I don't want this, I don't want this, I don't want this, then guess what? You're going to bring that into your life and into your universe because you keep thinking about it. What we got to think about is what we do have. Oh, I'm glad I do have this and I'm glad I do have that instead of thinking about what lack of. You keep your, you know, your body in a vibration of what lack of, then what lack of will still be around you. So I think uh, with soul ties, it's more of I connected with this person and on a certain level to where I still feel emotionally connected with them. You know, um, I still feel like if they do something to me and they, they can press a button, you know, they can do this, they can do that. And then sometimes it's just something that a lot of women or even men need to just cleanse and heal from old relationships that have hurt them. All of that stuff, you know what I'm saying, is a spiritual journey that they have to kind of like come to grasp of the accountability of it all. Like, oh, I'm the common denominator in all of this. Once you start grasping that, it's more of like, oh, now, okay, I've accepted my good and my bad. Now I can live unapologetically and start accepting, you know, my sexuality in a spiritual way. All right, man. All right. Young uh, Miss... uh... Uh, Sadiqa, I appreciate that. That was a um, that was a great, great uh, response because I was just curious. And Code, I just want to make sure that uh, you know that I was uh, very clear and understanding of um, the cause of that. And so, since you broke that down, uh, I think that uh, for the people listening to this, they will understand and uh, better about uh, that part aspect of them uh, continuing to draw the wrong people to them. All mm-hmm. right, now I'm going to ask you a question. Now, what about the women who do, uh, you know, all men and women, so I'm just going to say men and women because both, both people, you know, sit, sleeps around, uh, you know, sits, uh, you know, sleep around uh, with different people every so many months or so many weeks or they're not in a committed relationship, but they're just sleeping around just saying they're having fun. Um, so uh, what type of thing, uh, what's the possible, what type of, of, of um uh results where they may experience of of sleeping with different people and thinking they're just sleeping and not knowing there are uh pretty much like in the marriage so to speak if they want to realize that not as especially with a boss down to so you're asking like what happens to the ones that sleep around and don't right. know what's going right because a lot of people don't know they exchange the energies so you know what i'm saying like what you don't know won't hurt you but once you learn and you learn, you know what I'm saying? Once you grow and you learn, then you do better. So with that is more of, with me, 
I understand about protection more than just, oh, wearing a condom. I'm talking about protection spiritually. You know, I understand about mutual agreements and communications. I understand about certain frequencies and things of that nature to where it's like, all right, I'm not going to push any further if I know that this is a boundary that I don't need to go towards. So I think a lot of people as of right now, they're going or they're working on a level of pleasure and that's it. Like that, like, how can I put a temporary pleasure? So they just go, you know, and we all go through that phase. So there is no judgment whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to that, everyone goes to that phase. And if they don't, they wish they did, or they feel stifled because they did not. Because everybody has to find like a, a diverse variety of what they want and what they don't want. You know what I'm saying? Know what your boundaries are and what you like and what you don't like and say, hey, I, I'm not going to put up with that, but I do like that. You know, so it, it all comes down with life. It's like trial and error. So with that, I think with them, it's more of a, with me, it's more, I don't even really, I don't sleep around because I'm afraid of attachments when it comes to negative attachments. You can have negative attachments and energy vampires and all kinds of stuff. So if you are aware of that, you can protect yourself in a certain way um, to where none of that can happen. So once that is, you know, established, then it is a mutual agreement. Then it's a relationship. Then it's the buildup. So for me, I have to have some type of foundation, but other people may not. And that's completely fine, especially if they are aware of how to protect themselves. If they wear a certain stone, you know, if they cleanse themselves when they leave, it's certain ways that they can break certain ties. It's just other people, when if they are not aware of it, then they will feel like a lot of chaos or the same type of people may start coming into their lives to test them to see if they've passed, you know what I'm saying? If they've evolved or something like that, like they all have to cleanse themselves eventually say, okay, I can lead a horse to water, but I can't force it to drink. So it's more of me saying, all right, I can sleep around. You can sleep around all you want to, but you know, if you are not aware that you're exchanging energies with other people and they can probably, you know, take yours or throw something off on you then hey go out there and have have the time of your life you know what you don't know won't hurt you but if you are aware then i'm sure people who are aware do better you know um oh i could just I, all i can say is protect yourself and cleanse yourself afterwards but sexuality shouldn't be anything to be ashamed of um creativity all of that stuff is on the left hand side and that's that sexuality, that creativity, that's that feminine side of our, of our lives. And we've been living in such a masculine society to the point to where we kind of suppress, you know what I'm saying, that left-hand side. So I think we just need to find our balance again. That's all. All right. So you're saying for the people who don't know, uh, it, does, it doesn't affect them if they don't know? Yeah. Like, if what you don't know won't hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just like... Uh, me sitting around and saying, okay, so if I believe in this spirit, then this is what's going to happen. That's my mental. Like I said, your thoughts are extremely powerful. Your, your mouth is extremely powerful. Just like in the Bible, it said, when I was a child, you know, I did childish things. But when I grew up and learned, I, you know, I put away childish things. So was, when you think about that, that's exactly what they were doing. Okay. They're still working on this certain frequency on this certain lower level. So we can't fault them for that until they are ready to raise up to the next level. And then when they are, then they are aware that, okay, my body is sacred. I have to, you know what I'm saying, go and pinpoint and make sure I'm not going and giving out my energy. I got to make sure I, you know, I have the right people around me. Then they'll start thinking that way. 
but everybody, you know what I'm saying, starts at a certain, doesn't, never starts at this high, you know, top level of learning and understanding and expressing themselves. So we all start from the bottom. Started from the bottom, now we're here, you know? Right. So I'm going to ask you a question. Do you see it as a sin for, for people to sleep around? Honestly, I have a big thing about sin. Like, who the hell told you that this was a sin? An interpretation of what a male wrote in a in a Bible? You know what I'm saying? Like, that man wrote that Bible. That was his interpretation. So to me, I feel like sin is who says what sin is worse than the other. From the laws of the land, it tells you, okay, this is what you're supposed to do. The morality of it all is this, this, and that. The morality of it all is an eye for an eye. But when you look at the animal kingdom, you know, they know that it's time to procreate. They know that, okay, don't mess with that tribe over there. They know to leave that alone. They know to respect their people. They know the laws. It's just us. We always test the boundaries. So I feel like sin was put into place from, from religion to make people ashamed of certain things. Now, yes, there are things that you can't do. You're not supposed to be doing it. Yeah, they dabbled in, okay, murder and all of that stuff. And then they sprinkled in, you know, oh, adultery. Like, are you, are you fucking serious? Like, how are you supposed to procreate? You just told me in the Bible, if you don't have to get married, don't. So now you contradicting yourself? I'm confused. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that was another agenda to like keep people in line and make sure that we stay disciplined and all of that stuff. But if we really believe in our morality and the laws of the land, we wouldn't really just sit back and be worried about, oh, I sinned and he sinned the most. We just know that certain things are not supposed to be touched. And certain, you know what I'm saying? And this is how we roll. And everybody will be able to flow together. That's how I feel. All right. Thank you for that. I was just curious. I mean, um, you know, everybody had their own um, understanding about certain things. I was just asking, no, no, just asking a question, not to challenge anyone's uh-huh. religion. Just uh, no, getting your perspective of, of what you thought. And so I'm going to leave it as that and leave it up to the listeners of, you know, how they choose to believe, you know, <laughs> uh, I don't believe personally, I don't believe in sin, but you know, if you, if people believe in sin, then, then it, yeah, yes, yeah, they, it's they thing, but I know it does. When I believe in it, it makes you feel guilty and terrible and, well, um, and feel condemned instead of doing something about it. And right. that's my opinion. So, but if you believe in sin, if it works for you, it, then we keep believing in it. Um, no, 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 nothing. We're not trying to offend anybody. If you're offended, I don't care. If you're not, I don't care. So, you know, I'm going to leave it like that. So, okay. Um, now, let me say, since it's success and spirituality, um, can you give uh, maybe some examples of um, how, uh, you know, sets can be used to... Um, uh no to uh do other things besides like you said procreate can you give some examples besides procreate okay. and uh pleasure can you tell how it can be used to that help you in other areas to cure depression mm-hmm. you know those uh once you climax and certain like you certain endorphins are released when you are happy when you are feeling comfortable when you feel safe when you um have that orgasm you know um, certain those things are it kind of just like more of a drug almost like oh my god that feels amazing that feels awesome so when you really think about it it's that's kind of a way to help 
with depression. So a lot of people say, oh, if you're feeling depressed and especially if you have somebody around and you, you have poor have sex or masturbate, you know, saying that can help um, in general when it comes to certain things. Um, relief when it comes to a lot of women, when I say um, self-esteem, when I say, uh, how can I put it? Self-expression, self-love, all of those things. I would say sexuality when it comes to masturbation is extremely important. If you are afraid to look at your vagina in the mirror, then how the hell do you expect someone else to look at your vagina when you're having sex? Like, come on. You have to be that comfortable with your body. So you have to push yourself to the limit to start looking at yourself and understanding your pleasures. And that way you can express those out. So sexuality in another way can help, you know what I'm saying, keep people to be able to communicate what they want instead of just saying, oh, I just accepted it. Because in actuality, if you really realize uh, the statistics, what they said in 2019 was at least 30% of women said that they would, uh, no, 70% of women, of married women said they would have sex regularly. And only 30% of those women said that they would orgasm during those um, sexual encounters. And that's fucking sad. You know what I'm saying? So if we actually paid attention to the sexuality of it all and stop being so ashamed of that department of it all, the communication level can go even better. And a lot of people can be satisfied in many different ways. So that's another benefit, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to sexuality or just sex in general and masturbation. Um, another one is sex magic. I tell people all the time, you can manifest things when you do have sex. Um, if you have a partner, you and your partner can chant. You and partner you can think about certain, the same thing at the same time. When you are um, climaxing, let's say when you uh, are masturbating, you can think about, you know, visualizing yourself in certain situations or visualizing yourself in that car, visualizing yourself, you know, um, feeling those moments of what you want to manifest and then climb past and then boom, let it go, let it flow and then see, you know, how you manifest certain things. So with our energy, as well as with our thoughts, as with our um, tongue is very powerful. Add them all together like Captain Planet and see your powers are combined. Boom, there you go. So it's a lot of different ways uh, sexuality can be used. You know, it can use to heal. Um, I've had people to where um, they they certain body, certain parts of their bodies, you know, um, have been numb or nerve damage and all kinds of stuff. And certain sexuality tantric, uh, reiki situations and sessions actually help them be able to feel and have sensation in their legs or in certain parts of their body again. So I'm telling you, it's like if we actually open ourselves up a little bit more instead of going toward the judgmental uh, right side of it all, like, oh, I have to be good or this has to be this and I have to do and I have to, then we'll start to realize, you know, there's so much more out there that can help us and then we can understand. But, you know, like I said, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't force them to drink. Right. Now, I really like that answer. No, that was, that was very uh, informative. I like that. Um, I just learned something. Um, I learned some things anyway. Um, <laughs> I, already, I already have a spiritual leader. Yep. Um, his, his name is Abiyah Rafu. He had taught me some, uh, mentioned some spiritual things of mm -hmm. some of the same things you already had spoken of. He had already uh, mentioned and taught to us about, you know, um, know about sets about how you can make things material mm -hmm. uh by that by especially really what you just said about climaxing and things of that nature that you can make the worth is healing money or whatever you need to do 
uh, you can use that with the intention to make it go faster because sex is very important, even through masturbation requirements as well. Um, now, I'm going to ask you a question. Um, now, this is a little question because um, a lot of people are narrow-minded when it comes to sex, and a lot of people are. And I used to know pretty much be like this, too. And still got a lot to learn. Um, a lot of people think sex is only about penetration. You know, fortunately. Or oral. You know what I'm saying? Um, what all do you consider is sex? Is there any other things that you consider sex besides penetration or oral? I think, I mean, I think what you mean to say is besides sex, like what kind of foreplay? Yeah, what, what what all things could be considered is of reaching that high without necessarily having sex. Like that's to me, I feel like that's what I call is foreplay. What I say on my uh, on my podcast, it's called nappy headed ho shit. If anybody want, would love to look it up, <laughs> but um, foreplay is an extremely important thing when it comes to relationships, when it comes to your creativity, when it comes to your sexuality. It's like you can foreplay with yourself. You can foreplay with other people, you know, with your partner. But that's extremely important when you really want something um, to get done, but you really don't want the the actual sexual act. Like foreplay can be, oh, I've given this person. It's kind of almost like love languages as well. I've given this person a gift and it's made them feel important. It's made them feel appreciated. And then on return, they give me something. And in return, we are, you know, showing affection in that way. And that's some type of love language foreplay or I can you know we can kiss we can make out the whole night you know and we can feel like we're in high school again and that can be another form of foreplay I can rub on you I can rub you I can rub your scalp I can give you a massage I can rub your feet you know I can just rub my fingers over you and stuff like that and certain some certain people if you deal or understand certain sensations on people's bodies because you have to read their bodies I always tell people this, especially when you're having sex, like if you're really into that person, you'll read their body. Um, But you can bring someone to climax, you know, just off of hands and breath and, you know, sensations of that nature besides sex. So I feel like um, if we actually slow down and took our time, since everybody is just so pop, pop, microwavable society now, that we don't really just we just want that, you know, quick pleasure. But if we actually paid attention to taking our time, that foreplay is extremely important when it comes to working a woman's mind. A woman is mental, you know what I'm saying? A man is a physical. We just, we less accepted. So with that, it's like a woman knows that we have to get to that man's physical, but the man should understand that he has to get to that woman's mental in order to make her blossom and or be putty in their hands, you know? So with that, I think foreplay is extremely important and both parties should be able to play it. You don't even have to do oral. You can rub someone down, you know what I'm saying, and and get them to a certain level. You can kiss on their legs or on their hip bones and all kinds of stuff and get them to a certain level. So it's all about opening up and connecting with that person besides the regular stuff because that can get boring after a while. And get the same benefit what i'm asking yeah. basically okay yeah. that's that that's that's good that's yeah <laughs> so that's good that's good that's good to know there man so 
So, um, so is is so you know like so can like also not a lot of people say hey yeah now you know the word cheat you know what people mean by the term cheating. So to foreplay, it since it's is like a form of sense of exchange. Is can foreplay be considered is 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 which one of people call cheating? I mean, people have conversations, and if you are liking somebody mentally, that's cheating. So, I mean, it just depends on the connection or the emotional connection that you have with that person. Are you supposed to? Are you not? You know what I'm saying? Like, people can do foreplay with somebody that they're comfortable with, or they can do foreplay on a mutual level to others. You know, um, I feel like, again, like I said earlier in the podcast, it's more about communication, communication rules of nature. So it's extremely important to communicate your feelings and how you feel and what you want, because you never know what mutual agreements that can happen with the next partner, you know, that you are around. So with foreplay, I feel like that's something that's extremely important, but it's an intimate thing. You got to read that person's body. You got to know them. So it's not just like a willy nilly type of, Oh, I gave them flowers. I gave them this. I gave them that. Yeah. Those are love languages that you can give, but you could have possibly missed that person's totally missed that person's love language and only just thrown what you thought. But foreplay is something when you actually are listening to their reactions, to their body, to what they want, to what they don't want, to what they are reacting to. That's kind of more intimate and more, you know, so I feel like if it's something with cheating, then you have to be intimate with that person. You have to be close to whoever it is to really have that type of foreplay. So everybody has to have a mutual agreement when you're doing that type of stuff. So I don't know. Cheating can go, you know, you can talk to somebody and have long conversations all night and somebody can think that's cheating. So to each his own. All right. That's a good answer. I was just curious. Um, I was just curious to know, like I said, I want to you know, get a better understanding because you know, some people do consider uh, that is a form of cheating, you know, what, when they're spending more time with someone else even though they may not be having sex or, or, or sending certain messages and stuff. That's just uh, like cheating it's, you know, to some people, you know, mainly women. Well, I mean, that's, that's entertaining. If you're in a, uh, a relationship and you're out entertaining other people and you haven't had a mutual communication with the person that you're with, then of course that's cheating. That's, that's stupid. You know what I'm saying? That's like childish behavior. If right. you communicate that, we all grown here, you know? So that's like to where, that's where I guess where I'm coming from is, you got to, in order for you to have foreplay, you got to be able to communicate. In order for you to communicate, you got to be grown. And if you ain't communicating, you ain't grown. So I ain't worried about the folks who's not grown. <laughs> I'll just answer, I'll just answer, you know, with, you know, with different forms of, of, of what cheating could be. Since mm-hmm. it's, you know, since it's, it's, it's more than, you no, know, so, you know, if it could be cheating more than just sex itself. Right. That's why I was basically uh, answering the question, can you cheat while necessarily just having, you no know, uh, you know, set sets or sets of penetration. So that's why I was that's why I was answering the question in that nature. So um that man I listened that was man that was uh <laughs> that's great information. Um well, trying glad. to think of something that's because you'll cover so much uh well I'm glad I did basis is so much of time you kind of pretty much summed it up though. Well, um huh you know, I, I enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? I enjoyed the questions and stuff uh, that you did ask. And I'm glad, yeah. you know, I was able to give at least some kind of <laughs> information. I do talk a little bit more about that type of stuff on uh, my podcast. Um, I, I, I just kind of break it down a little bit more 
to what sexuality is and just, you know, teaching people to not be so afraid of talking about it. It's okay to talk about it. Like I remember being young and reading the Eric Jerome Dickey books and, you know, and the, all the other books that had like talk about sexuality and, and a sex scene and stuff like that. And I just thought it was so fucking beautiful at how everything falls into place. You know, like you create a force field of nobody bothering you, nobody in your way, nobody, everything works out, you know what I'm saying? When it's supposed to type of thing, like people really don't really pay attention to the energies and the magic that goes around when it comes to sexuality and creativity you know, and all of those things. So yes, I talk about it a lot on my podcast and that's called Nappy Headed Ho Shit. Even though it sounds crazy, I do talk about, you know, some vital things in there. So, you know, I appreciate you um, inviting me on tonight. Yeah, no problem. I, that's one question I was going to answer. I, I, I was going to answer, but I'm going to ask this last final question. I'm most, mm-hmm. sure, I'm most definitely uh, listening to make sure you do tune into our podcast. And if you look in the description, of this podcast, I will leave her a link to her podcast. And I think it's important that you do listen to her podcast since it is mainly about, uh, you know, uh, relationships and sets and things of that nature to get a more clear and understanding or uh, more in depth of what she got. Cause I'm sure there's so much thing you can't really talk about at all. in one in one, in one summary, you know right. what I'm saying? Cause there's so many different things to learn and experience. So yeah, y'all, uh, what's called nappy headed hoe? Nappy headed whole shit. Nappy headed whole shit, but you know it's. <laughs> I like the name because you 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 get a name that's kind of ratchet and very eye you know very catchy to the the sound. So I mean, with that name, people will tune in. So what they talking about? Like a lot of people would try to be like make derogatory sentences about oh you a hoe or you this or you a slut or you that, and it's like man please. You know what I'm saying? Little do you know, those grandmothers and aunties and all of those folks that you know was really throwing it down. But uh, we're going to take that name back and we're going to create it into and, and make it into something powerful. So <laughs> this nappy-headed hoe shit is actually going to be a level up type of shit. And that's what the podcast is about. You'll get the whole, put the L-Y, the L-Y on the end of it. <laughs> I'm oh. being funny. Yeah, put the L-Y on the end of the hoe. No. <laughs> I'll play with you. I'll play with you. Right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, yeah, so that's what I'm gonna ask you know what um uh, what type of criticism have you got? Uh no, based on you because you know, like I said, you know, people go criticize you. I mean, what type of uh you know, and how you handle it, what type of criticism, how do you handle the criticism that people may have? I mean, uh what you do. I know you know. I've dealt with criticism, you know what I'm saying? Like from being, oh, you're too skinny, you're too tall, you're too this, you're too that. Like nobody's ever going to be satisfied. And I've learned that at a young age. And I've modeled as well for a long time. So I've learned to, yeah, people going to like it and some people not. And I'm still going to live the life that I want. So yes, I've had some criticism. Um, Mostly it's just intimidated men who feel, or sometimes they don't get, you know, they they just because I express myself or express my sexuality or I am free when it comes to certain things does not mean that I am easy when it comes to getting to enter my into my energy field you know and so this is my paradigm and you chose to come here so you are you know what I'm saying uh what is it uh with the hunger games <laughs> and it was like may the best one win you know what I'm saying like that's kind of like how I am when it comes to certain things. So you can give me your opinion and I will say, you know what, that is your opinion and that, and I will value your opinion. But 
for me, that opinion does not pay my bills. That opinion does not wake me up in the morning, does not feed me, none of those things. So you're, I, what they say is like, oh, uh, if you feel like you're getting somewhere, you're going to always have haters. So I've, you know, I've had men who felt like, oh, they need to call people certain things, or you a hoe, or you this, is that all you have to offer? And then when they go back and research me and they realize, oh, this girl got two degrees and she got this and she done got to wrote a book and she done done that. Oh, okay. Like you, you label women as this because it makes you feel comfortable about your insecurities and the level that you're in. But I feel, you know, once I start tapping and, and testing and poking and prodding, then they start to realize, like, it's a little bit deeper than that. And, you know, you get some women as well that's the pick-me's, like, oh, I would never do that. But deep down inside, they really, really need to express themselves or set themselves free until they just, like, bottle everything up and just explode one day, you know? And they end up calling me talking about, oh, I feel like this, or I don't feel appreciated, or I don't feel hurt. It's because you've been ignoring yourself all this time, you know what I'm saying? Like, ignoring both sides of you. So I really don't really worry about what the critics or what they say about me at all. It's not really a big deal. <laughs> all right. That's what's up. I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> I have nothing else to say about that. You know, that's, 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 that's <laughs> right. It's well, above me now. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, above we, get to, <laughs> we get to a certain age, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's all good. Yeah, um, you know, but listen, uh, Miss uh, Tanika Carter, man, I listen, I, I mean, I mean, not man, but young lady, <laughs> I really appreciate you coming on, I mean, on to my podcast. You can call me goddess, you can call me priestess, you know, all of those things, but you know, man, a young lady or something like that, you know, it's like, yeah, young lady, I think, it's young been a lady, while yeah. since yeah, I've been really, young, yeah, when, but, you, when you reach certain <laughs> levels, titles don't, titles can't really, um, describe you when you go to so many right. levels and mm -hmm. they keep changing but you know thank god it's probably probably uh <laughs> i'm just the best way <laughs> no i'm just saying i'm a goddess i understand because you we are we are gods you know i believe we are gods and goddesses if you fully understand what that means yes and you know there's those no limits to what you can do when you look at the unfortunate a lot of people don't see yourself as god or goddess they see themselves a child of God, uh, something strange like that, but not a God. And it's strange. If they say, I'm a man from you, a move from a man from a boy. But hey, it's the same thing. It's all connected. Well, anyway, people, it's you know what I'm saying? So people just don't refuse. Huh? I said, it's all on their perspective, whatever their paradigm yeah. is. If they, you know, if they read the Bible and they was paying attention to me, when you know jesus or jesus whatever you want to call him has said hey i got these powers but you can have them as well you yeah, are just as powerful then you'd be like damn okay well he's telling me that i can be on the same level or if not more right as him but somebody else may have thought that as you know well maybe i can ask him maybe i gotta right. go through him to ask him for those so you know it's all on yeah. first he he just he has quoted something out of old testament anyway where the guys say, yeah, do not say that you are gods. And that's where he got that scripture from. And you know, right. when they claim the Old Testament, they said they, they claim, and that time they said they, they said they claimed they believe in the Torah and there was in a Torah, but yet they didn't believe what that was in a Torah. Mm -hmm. And they make people mad when you question what they supposed to believe, what's, what's in your book. Yeah. It says, I'm just saying what you what it says. So right. that's why it said they didn't think it was not robbery, robbery to be equal to God. If, how, can, how can it be robbery if God call you God? 
Yeah. And, and God in general means many gods. So exactly. They don't I, know that though, because they, they edit it a certain way where they don't people think it's just one I was God. About to say, in actuality, everything has a label, a name. Just right. like you say, oh, you gotta know the demon's name, the God, the angel, all of them have a name right. as well. So the God you worship and you should research to see what name that or which God you are worshiping, because God in general means many gods. Exactly, it does. And a matter of fact, you like the uh create a man have both male and female uh chromosome in him. Yes, that duality. He got got duality. But he ain't no punk though. Yeah, <laughs> understandable. You ain't no punk. Like we all started No, off no, I know you ain't a punk though, but I'm we just saying. We all started off as female, of course, at first, but Mm-hmm. The ones who were strong was like, hey, I need to, you know, I got to be a man. I got to be the strong one. I got to be this. I got to do that. That's a powerful thing all in itself. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. we have to see that just because we can't, like, a lot of people be like, oh, we're the same and we're this. No, it's okay to be different. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, we are different. You know we are different. But, our qualities that we love about ourselves. And still right. together, you know? what, I, what I'm saying is you, 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 that this, the, the female see is part of you of the fruit of the tree yeah. you know and so it's it's um so what i'm saying is that uh for a man to think uh it's bad to have to to be open sometimes you know like i think it's a woman thing sometimes men have to be open too sometimes mm-hmm. with they oh we gotta hold it all in you yeah. know sometimes you have to exercise the other part of you you know the other yeah. energy and let and it go yeah enough- how to work, like I said earlier, as well, you know, and that and we get, to, we, I can go on and on about that. Yeah, so and that shadow work could be some childhood trauma or situation right. to where it taught you right. not to express yourself, so right? Because you not to do it. Yeah, because being a man, I mean, you gotta be tough at times. Sometimes the right thing to do is to take off running, and that's the wrong running. Sometimes, ain't that the wrong running? Sometimes you gotta run. As long as you're not leaving your girl while you running. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but I'm saying it's, 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 it's nothing wrong with being afraid. What I'm saying. Right. It's nothing wrong with nothing that. wrong. <laughs> nothing wrong with their energy. Cause their energy make you run fast. <laughs> <laughs> as so, long as you don't let it paralyze you and you actually transmute it into something that's gonna be right. That that's, that's the key. So you know. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. So um I really appreciate it. I just that was the last question I want to uh answer. Uh, about you know about that uh, know about that question about the criticism because I know people always uh, criticize and, and they have a hard time seeing uh, no sense is uh, something uh, important and spiritual and how it can be used and some people probably think oh you just a slut or you just using that excuse to be um, slutty and hide behind their spirituality you know people think stuff like that so that's why I was answering you know question and also give people understanding about the important mm-hmm. of sex and how is it is spiritual. Right. I and mean, and there are so, some that uses it, use it in that way, you know? Yeah. But, so, I mean, yeah, like you, said, you know, you got that give and that take. So there are Right, some right. You, you can use, you use the energy for how you want to use energy. Right, right. Since you can use energy like everything is energy. So, which I've taught, you know, my, my spiritual leader taught everything is energy, which it is. And like, you know, I can use a bat, hit a ball, I can get a, a, that same bag, hit somebody across the head, I can get a gun, go hunt with and kill some food, or I can get a home and kill some person. I'll depend how you use that energy. <laughs> you know, it's what you go reap. So right, right. it's not necessarily bad, it's energy, it's how you decide so you want to use the energy or the force to switch. So uh it don't mean it's evil, you know. So people just 
want to put things in the category of good and evil. So you know how that is. So um, yes, yes, ma'am. I thank you for tuning into the program. Thank I you, thank ma'am. you all the viewers and listening to in the program. Thank you for coming into the program and uh, sharing your your words, the energy and vibration, frequency, no all your time, all of that. So, uh, Miss Nika Carl, thank you. Thank you for coming on to the, uh, your journey uh, with Andrew Love platform. And thank all the listeners and hope y'all learned something um, uh, know about sex and spirituality. And then before you start judging people and uh, understand something about yourself, understand how things work. And like I said, uh, tell the people what your name your uh, podcast is again. Uh, the name of my podcast is called Nappy Headed Ho Shit. And you can actually find it on my website, and that is tchighvibes.com. All one word, tchighvibes.com. And you can find everything from jewelry, tarot, to the podcast, to the counseling, the classes. Everything is on there. So you can find me that. And, if it, and on my podcast, you also see those links in the description. Um, of this podcast, you should see it on the end of the description. I'm going to put it in the description of this particular podcast so you can go to her website and or on her um, podcast as well. So I thank y'all for tuning in. Hope y'all learned something and enjoyed the program. I really enjoyed you, Miss Nika Carter. And, um, you know, keep doing what you're doing and um, keep on, goddess. And thank you. Uh, Mm -hmm. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much. And I'm out. All right, peace. Thank you, guys.